Hello, friends. Welcome to Still No Plan. I'm Autumn Webb. And I'm Jordan Granger, and we are so happy you're here. How you doing, Autumn? Mm, we're okay today. This <laughs> Friday is Fridaying. I don't even know if that's like a thing people say, but like, I don't think it is. It's... I think people typically enjoy Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> well, this day is daying. This it's Friday here, is Monday. And... <laughs> Yeah, except we're trying to rebrand Monday, so mm. I'm not trying to hate on Monday like that. Like, let's rebrand Friday. Let's hate on Friday. Let's change that. <laughs> Everyone gets um, hate. <laughs> no, yeah, let's just hate everything. Uh, no, it's fine. I'm excited because in a few hours, I'm going to go over and take care of Mr. Buddy. And we're going to go on a walk by the beach and we'll play outside. And so that is what I'm looking forward to today. Very... And talking to you is fun, too. <laughs> And this is delightful. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's really cute. Love dogs. This morning, we went on like a walk all the way to Starbucks, which is kind of like our Friday treat, I would say, because it's like a mile away. It's like a really nice walk through green, green skate, but also my parents cleaners come. And so it like gets us out of the house with the dogs because otherwise it's way too hectic here. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is so sunny and beautiful. And so it's like, it was so delightful. Like I felt like my serotonin was just like up the whole walk. <laughs> like my body was like, it's happening. I like texted people and was like, let's hang out. And I literally haven't said that to anyone in months. <laughs> I was like, time to come out of hibernation. It still exists. Hello. <laughs> so I'm excited. It's supposed to be the forecast is like literally sunshine for the next 10 days in Seattle. And it's like above eighties, which is never happens in May. Usually it's like a rainy May. So I'm super excited about the next little bit of time. So my Friday is good, but it's also really fucking boring. I have nothing going on at work because in Seattle, when it's sunny, nobody works. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so I I will say like, there is a people are like, oh, boo you, like you don't have to work today. And I'm like, yeah, but it's fucking boring. And it's weird. I can't just like fuck off and actually not work at all today. Like I have to like check my computer and just keep seeing nothing coming in. And it's like, it's like, I just want to be like, I don't know, maybe I'll be like, goodbye. I'm actually taking today off because this is very much a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I understand that. There's like a part of you where you have, when you have nothing to do, you're like still like tethered to the laptop. Like you mm-hmm. can't like actually go anywhere or like because what if something does come through and like, what if you, that is important you do need to respond to it. And so there is like the inability to fully disconnect or just like do whatever you want around the house, even because you're like mm-hmm. kind of on, but not fully on. Um, you know, I was trying to do no coffee for a few days. Mm. I did it for a week and I was good. And then my set had bought an espresso machine. <laughs> oh. So then I was bad because <laughs> I like lattes. And so made myself a little latte. And it's delicious. And also, you even texted me to brag that it was sunny. And that pissed me off because <laughs> it's not sunny. Here. Furthering your <laughs> shitty Friday. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I coffee's been making me feel sick, but I did have coffee today and it didn't make me feel sick. So that's good. And I also have incorporated a multivitamin into my routine because I think you were the one that told me that you take it at night. Was that you? Because it makes you nauseous. Yeah, I take like all the multi, anything that makes me nauseous, I take at nighttime. And I'm like, okay, bedtime. I can get nauseous in my sleep. (laughs) Well, that's what I did. And so I started taking my multivitamin 
and I just sleep through it and I feel fine. Like I checked my aura ring because Kai was like, you're not supposed to take that much vitamin B before bed or something like that. And I was like, okay, I'll be fine. I checked my aura. Like my sleep is great. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. Like this is not disrupting my sleep. So I am taking my multivitamin again, which I'm hoping is going to help with my like sleepy girl syndrome, mm. lack of energy. I'm also back on athletic greens. Mm. So I'm back on thorn. All that and coffee. I know. Love that. Uh-huh. I got the Omega CoQ10. Oh. It's supposed to be good, but I'm not on Depralof because I'm just on antidepressants. <laughs> just doing the hard shit. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of like some girl gave us a review on our podcast and she was like, we talk about um, like relevant issues with like a comedic undertone. I was like, oh, you think we're funny? <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is how so, I feel. I'm glad that they also think that anything we talk about is relevant. I think that's more impressive. <laughs> yeah, we love our reviewers. Give us a review. Uh-huh. Tell us we're funny. Obviously, we love it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have weekend plans? Fun weekend plans or yoga teacher training? Yoga teacher training. <laughs> <laughs> what week yoga are you Yoga teacher on? training. Nine. So I only have one more week, 10. So it's this week tonight. We have like our test, our written test. So I'm excited for that. And then, um, on Saturday, we're going to like volunteer at a farm because well, there's like one limb of yoga that's like getting back and like karmic yoga. And so we're talking like we're practicing karmic yoga and we're volunteering at a farm and then we're going to lunch, like a farm to table place. And then, um, I need to review, I need to observe like 11 classes as part of my thing. And I've only done, um, two. So I'm literally going to be like living at the studio Friday. I mean, this afternoon and like Sunday, I'm going to be there from 7am to like 7pm just cause I need to observe. And so I'm knocking those all out. And so my weekend is yoga. My life is yoga. And after this yoga retreat, after this yoga is over, we're going on a yoga retreat. <laughs> which will be perfect I'm really excited for it because I think it'll be good to like integrate everything that I've learned and really just spend like a week practicing and hanging out with you and the sunshine I know I'm super excited for that also congrats on almost being done that's so exciting and then you like have this big accomplishment and all the certifications and stuff so that's really cool but yes, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for a yoga retreat I feel like we've hinted at it but we can share more deets Um, We'll probably give a full review episode eventually, but we, Autumn and I are going to a yoga retreat in Sorrento for seven nights and we found it. It's called yoga spirit circle and it's really cute. Like all women are mostly women. It looks like a lot of people kind of in our age group. Um, and you do yoga three times a day and then you like hang out at the beach. The place we're we're staying is this big villa it has like a private beach and it's seven nights all inclusive and it was like eighteen hundred dollars which is just not that much so that's really great like I was thinking about it autumn and I was like oh it kind of sucks because we're gonna have to like eat meals every like pay for our meals every day and then I was like oh no we already paid for it (laughs) it's like that's done so Mm -hmm. yeah I mean we can't recommend it yet because we haven't done it but it does look really cute and I am very excited you know, I was like, oh shit, I need to like save more money for this trip. And then I was like, oh, wait, it's kind of like paid for. Like yeah. we're going to shop. And like, I know we have a couple days like just to ourselves after, but like, 
I don't know, most of it's paid for. So I was like, oh, I feel pretty good, actually. <laughs> I'm scared about the planes getting there, but I'm just gonna, just thinking about how excited I am to be there and using that as my anchor. People at my yoga teacher keep asking me, like, how did you find this retreat? Like, I'm like, well, I just like have a best friend who loves planning and I tell her I want to go somewhere and then she does everything <laughs> and I put my card down. <laughs> so we got to get one of those. I know it definitely, I definitely will plan trips for people. We were talk. I was just talking to my manager and he was like, what skills and things do you do? And I'm like, well, I like, I like wrote out all these skills and like a lot of them related to my actual job. And then I was like planning and coordinating. And he was like, what does this mean? And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm always planning trips for all my friends. And he was like, okay. But I was like, I felt stupid saying it, but like, it is truly a skill of mine. Like I am very good at planning trips. It is a skill, which is why I said that you should always, if you wanted to be like a party planner or like a bachelorette planner or a wedding planner, like those are things that would be, that fall under your wheelhouse of like because what we did the episode on like type like play archetypes and one of them is like planning and organizing and like collecting and so maybe you just need to like planning is your play (laughs) I if someone tells me that a trip is coming up I will like hyperfixate plan everything like it's my favorite Mm -hmm. activity to like check flight prices (laughs) and like which is weird because I'm like not I don't know I was telling my manager I was like I'm not I don't feel like I'm very organized because I'm not like my room is messy. Like I'm not organized in that way. But he was like, yeah, but you just handle this campaign with like many different people and parts and components. And like, I was like, yeah, actually that type of planning, like that type of organization isn't overwhelming to me, but I like my soft drawer is like horrifying. So <laughs> it's just different types, <laughs> but this all leads us into our theme of today, which we're just going to talk about travel. Um, I recently had a trip from hell that I'm going to share. And then we're going to talk about travel tips and just kind of like, like I said, I love traveling. I love planning. And so I'm going to share some ideas, thoughts on and I will talk about our trip and yeah, I'm excited. Amazing. I can't wait to hear all about your trip. We haven't even talked about your trip, actually. We've just texted about it. So I'm excited that you've saved it for me and the podcast. So I can't wait to hear about it. Honestly, part of it is because like emotionally, I was not able to speak about it because it was so heartbreaking. So I will start off with, I'll just start off with the trip from hell. So I went on this trip with Kai and it was, we travel a lot. Like I travel a ton with my family. I'm not, I'm very well traveled. Like I'm very well aware of that. However, This was a trip that like we were planning and paying for entirely on our own. He and I haven't done that. And like, since we were abroad and he came to visit me, um, we haven't like really just taken a romantic weekend, like just us. And so, and even when we were abroad, like it was in Dublin with everyone that we know, like that was still like like, a group. I was with you the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) We just like, we're in our hotel room alone, but this was like, we're going to a resort. We're staying two nights and three days we're gonna like get in the sunshine it also is like we specifically planned it for seattle april because that's when the winter sucks and you're just so ready for warm weather but it's like nowhere in sight and so we're like we're gonna go end of april to cabo and i'll get to like why we booked cabo and how because i those are part of my tips section (laughs) but 
we get there and we, we paid for it like ourselves and we saved up a bunch of money so that we could like fall out on dinners and just like have a luxurious romantic experience. And so we get there and the first night we go to like the nice restaurant at the hotel because I was like, okay, the first night we're going to want to do the hotel. The second night we'll go into town. And then like the third night we can decide which one we'd rather do. So we go to the really nice restaurant at the hotel. It's like on the water. It's so beautiful. Literally, that's like sunset. There was manta rays jumping out of the water everywhere. It was so cute. That was like the only highlight of my trip <laughs> was watching these manta rays. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get lobster. Like I never get lobster, but we're treating ourselves. Like Kai got yummy fish. We had like drinks and, but like we had one drink each. We are not like drinking a lot. And the next morning I wake up and I'm like, huh, I don't really feel great. But like, also I don't drink that much. Like maybe I'm just feeling a little bit hungover from the drink. I don't know. So then I go to breakfast and I'm like, oh my God, I feel I eat breakfast and I'm like, oh my God, I feel horrible. Like I'm ill. So we go up to the room and I'm like, I can't like not go to the, like, I'm going to enjoy Cabo. Like, I'm not going to ruin this trip because of my like hot girl stomach problems. Like it's a tummy ache. Move on. <laughs> I go to the pool and I'm like hanging out by the pool and I'm like, oh my God, no, I'm literally about to shit my pants. And I <laughs> legitimately sprint to my room. <laughs> like, and turns out I had fucking food poisoning. <laughs> I was throwing up and miserable. I had a fever. I was like, it was so horrible. I didn't shit my pants, but it was a horrible experience. I literally sat in the room. I couldn't even, cause like I was so dehydrated. I had a headache. And so I couldn't have the blinds open. We had an ocean view room. I couldn't even sit in the room with the fucking blinds open. I was sitting in darkness, just like miserable food poisoning fucking sucks so I was absolutely miserable for like a whole day it was all the way into the day I was hoping it was maybe like maybe it was something I ate and it was gonna go away in like you know 30 minutes or whatever like after I threw up 15 times but nope I like had a fever <laughs> I I had to like they have like personal concierge it was a nice hotel they have like personal concierge each room and so I had to eat I had to text my concierge and be like can you please bring me Pepto-Bismol and a bunch of waters <laughs> like I'll pay anything like please because it's also Mexico you're not supposed to drink the water and they only leave like two little bottle of water and obviously I'd already gone through those <laughs> so anyway like I'm miserable but it's only day one like the first full day we still have another full day and then like half a day on Sunday and so I'm like okay whatever if I get through this like it's fine it's like the whole time I was thinking about it, like, you know, I haven't had a horrible hangover. Like if I was on a trip with my friends, I've absolutely wasted days just being hungover. So like, it's okay. We'll consider this like my hangover day. And I was like, whatever, go to sleep. But thank fucking God, wake up feeling better. Like fine, totally fine. Cause it's food poisoning. It like clears out your system in 24 hours. So I'm like, okay, great. So Kai and I go and we have like half a day down by the pool. And then we're going into town we're going into dinner or into town for dinner and Kai and I go to the restaurant it's so fucking cute we like I got all dressed up the town is adorable it wasn't Cabo San Lucas it was San Jose del Cabo and so it was like the other little town and personally I loved it way more than Cabo San Lucas it was like a lot more quaint it's definitely not like a club scene but it was much more it felt much more like I don't know, authentic and like chill and not like, oh, that's the hard rock cafe. <laughs> like 
this doesn't feel like I'm in Mexico. Um, oh, you didn't so, want mango deck dinner? <laughs> no, not quite the vibe. So we go to town. I like made a really great reservation and we go to this dinner and Ty is like, I am unwell. And I was like, are you like, like, I don't know, are you dehydrated, like drink some water? And I was like kind of gaslighting it because I was like, no, like we're not getting sick again. And finally, like we order and he orders a margarita and like we order our food and he's like, no, I have to go home right now. And so we get an Uber. We're 45 minutes from home. So he has to like ride in the Uber home. He's just trying not to throw up like the entire time. And I'm just trying to like, I'm just stressed, like trying to get us home. We have the food to go in the car, but then the car just like reeks like Mexican food. And so Kai's just like plugging his nose, trying to get to the hotel, gets to the hotel, has food poisoning, is throwing up all night, has a fever, like so horrible. And he's sick the entire next day. And so we literally had like four hours by the pool in this one attempt at dinner out of the entire two night, three day vacation that we planned at a super nice resort. Luckily, this is my number one, my first tip from the whole experience. I did go and stick up for myself and confront the general manager, the onsite manager of the resort. And I was like, we got food poisoning and we literally have not left the grounds of your hotel. Like this is from your food. And we did get the money back for our dinners, which was good because the first night the dinner was like $400. (laughs) It was not like a cheap dinner. And so Mm -hmm. we did get some of our money back, but yeah, that was my Cabo horror story. It was I mean, there's lots of Cabo horror stories. I've been absolutely feral in Cabo, but I still had a better time than this fucking trip. (laughs) It just feels like, what did I do wrong to deserve this? Like we've had disgusting times in Cabo and been awful humans in Cabo and lived. And like, you're like, okay, I'm an adult going on my first like romantic getaway with my boyfriend like really as adults because you like we've been dating for so long but like going on a grown-up vacation and like saving money to go and like having that time just you two like that's different than like a night at a hotel somewhere or like you know going to stay with friends somewhere it's just so different and so to me like we like saved up and we got this amazing hotel and then this I remember I saw on your Instagram like it was stunning where, where you guys were staying. And I texted you. I was like, oh my gosh, like, it looks so amazing. <laughs> Hope you guys have the best time. Like, I'm so jealous. <laughs> you said, I'm, I have food poisoning. I'm so unwell. And that's so embarrassing to like have that in, in a confined space, like oh my with God. your significant other too. Like no matter how long you've been together, how close you are, like, that's not fun. We got like, very it's close. Not, really it's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not romantic. Like that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. I'm like, what karmic retribution are we facing right now? But I will say, I think that part of the reason I was like, I think we should talk about this on the podcast is because I was talking to my dad about it and he was like, yeah, I mean, that sucks. And it's so horrible, but I feel like, you know, every once in a while a trip gets ruined by something. And like, I just think it's, I'm saying this to like, if anyone's also had this happen, like you're not alone and it sucks. But like at some point in your life, you're going to get food poisoning on vacation. Like you're going to get sick on vacation and it's going to ruin your romantic getaway. And like, I would say of everything I have planned this year, like this was the one trip I was like, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> like 
I couldn't do it at like my friends' bachelorette parties or all the weddings I planned or like my huge family vacations, <laughs> but like fine, we'll mm-hmm. lose Gabo. So I just think it's like, I don't know. I wanted to share because it feels like an adult experience to have a trip that you paid for entirely be completely ruined <laughs> like, yeah, and just be like, miserable. Sometimes, sometimes you like go on a trip and then like, I don't know, like what if you and Kyra like fighting the whole time? Like that happens too. Like people like shit happens and like, that's okay. And it's fine if you get in a fight on your trip or it's fine if you get food poisoning, like you were, when you were telling your story, you, you were, you said, you know, I just told myself that like, you know, I would normally be hungover for at least one day. So it's fine. That was my hangover day. I'm like, what a, what a cute reframe, like what a cute rebrand you, you took on in that moment. And also Kai getting food poisoning after you. And then you gaslighting him just reminds me of when he had appendicitis and you I know, gaslighted so horrible. Him. I just, I'm like, Again, it was really like <laughs> both situations. I was like, no, that was, he had appendicitis <laughs> at peak COVID. We couldn't even like, I was like, our hospital is even open to you. Like yeah. your appendix can't fucking burst right now. <laughs> like, are they just letting you die? Yeah, like it's like, COVID. <laughs> I have no, like, are you going to get surgery in the streets? Like, how is this going to work? And so both times the theme was, I was like, no, I like, I was in disbelief. I was like, this cannot be happening so I was like you have a tummy ache just like take a thumbs and get over it (laughs) but yeah I think I did have a I did have an all right you know mindset because I was like okay if I get one full good day then that's fine like if I feel better tomorrow I'll it sucks but it's like okay I'll be fine but yeah the fact that it was then ruined entirely (laughs) I was like okay this fucking sucks and like also, I, it's not like I was like, oh, I'm 100% again. Like, I kind of didn't feel great. And so, and then once he was sick, I was like, oh, God, we're just going to, like, be sick now. Like, I'm not going to pretend anymore. Like, this fucking sucks. And then he, <laughs> his heart his heart rate was really high. And he was like, I think I might have to go to the emergency room. And again, I was like, no, we have to fucking get back to Seattle. <laughs> we are not going to the emergency room in Cabo. Like, I refuse. So I don't know if that's good advice or bad advice, but like, that was my crisis mind. Just like, we have a flight, we're getting on Mm -hmm. it. I think another good takeaway from your story though, is you Karen, the hotel manager. And sometimes it's good to pull a Karen. Sometimes it's good to pull a Karen. And I will say like, I was, I texted my sister because my sister worked in marketing and like PR, which also included obviously like guest services at a, um, super high-end resort on the big island and so I texted her and was like hey is it like appropriate for me to try and get some of my money back for the fact that we both have food poisoning from two different meals and we've only ate at the hotel and she she was like yeah absolutely she was like we used to give people free shit for way less than that like go at least ask and I think if she hadn't said that, I wouldn't have been as confident. So this is me giving you guys my big sister advice of like, just stick up for yourself. Like you don't have to be a bitch about it and you don't have to like throw a fit, but just go up there. And like, I was very to the point and I was like, here are the facts. I don't like, that was an expensive meal. I don't want to have to pay for it. We have been sick this entire vacation. It wasn't like two days of our six day vacation. This has been our entire trip and we only ate at your resort. 
we now are scared to eat anything else at this resort because we're afraid of the food here, which should not be the case at a five-star hotel. Like, I think if I was staying at some like hostel in college, I wouldn't have stuck up for myself, but I was like, we ate a $400 meal at a five-star hotel and got food boy. Like that shouldn't happen. And so he definitely tried to gaslight me. And I think they always will. He was like, are you sure you weren't hungover? Like, you know, sometimes the sun can really take it out of you. And then he was like, well, you know, travel days are hard. And I was like, it's a fucking four hour flight. We're in the same time zone. Like it's not the travel day. We're from Hawaii. It's not the sun. Like it was the food. And so, yeah, just stick up, like, don't be a bitch, but definitely stick up for yourself because it totally paid off. Like that was, I would have been so bummed. We still spent a ton, but I would have been so bummed for that, like huge meal, expensive meal that we had that we were really excited about to have to pay for that, knowing that it like gave me food poisoning and also ruined lobster, which is like one of the best fucking foods for me, like forever. (laughs) But I will say here are my good things, my good advice. So one, yes, to your point, be a Karen, stick up for yourself when it makes sense. Two, I'm going to talk about how I booked this trip almost entirely with points because that is a great thing. So I have gotten obsessed with points. I don't know if anyone's like graduated and also gotten obsessed with points. I feel like all of our friends now are in this like credit card points era, (laughs) which I've said this before and I'll say it again. Go listen to I Will Teach You To Be Rich or read it. I listen to it on Audible because he like goes in depth on this and I'm mostly regurgitating his information here. The other good resource is that the Skinny Confidential had the points guy on. I forget his name, but if you look up Skinny Confidential, the points guy, it'll come up. And it was so good and really taught me about like maximizing points. But I'll say one tip that has been huge for me and has changed the way that I travel is being an airline loyalist. I think that is so valuable. Like if you can be consistent in the in the airline that you fly, the rewards are worth so much more than like the couple hundred dollars you might save here and there on like picking a cheaper airline. So I'm in Seattle. I'm like an Alaska loyalty girl through and through. I get upgraded to first class to Hawaii like multiple times a year. I have multiple free bags. I always get like good check-in time. So I never have to randomly check my bag. So I don't know. just like, there's so many benefits to being an airline loyalist. So I would say that's my first thing. Like once you have adult money and you can give up 80 bucks every once in a while for a more expensive flight, like become a loyalist. Mm-hmm. Are you loyal to an airline? Um, my or do you favorite, have a favorite is Alaska. Is Alaska? That's I'm the most loyal to Alaska because I fly to you a good amount, and also like I flew with you to Hawaii and Alaska so many times, and so then I was yeah. like, Alaska is safe. I love Alaska. <laughs> I know they have good miles. They also have really good traveling with pet uh standards mm. so that's good and I also have like a southwest credit card because when Sean and I were long distance southwest was mm. like the cheapest and easiest so I booked my my flight to Dallas for this wedding I'm going to in a few weeks just using points and I was like cool it's free I'm going to Texas yeah. for free <laughs> I know because it kind of uh, is also this is like not an airline loyalist thing but I know Sean has like um I don't know what some Amex and because of that they get there's like the Amex lounge at like mm-hmm. almost every airport which is super nice and the, Air, the Amex credit cards are more expensive but like 
the benefits of them, if you can afford the $800 a year, like the benefits really outweigh that $800 that it costs yeah. to have it each year. And so that's something that like, if you can afford it, like I would definitely recommend. I don't have one yet, but like, cause I don't travel as much, but maybe I'll get one next year or something, but Sean loves it. And apparently yeah. there's some great things there. Yeah. Those ones are good. And then if you can't afford Amex, the next best I would say for travel benefits is Chase. Any of the Chases, I have the Chase Sapphire, which is like the lowest tier, mm-hmm. I believe. Maybe it's like the middle tier. Um, And it just racks up general points, but it has really good transfer rates. So for this trip, I had been racking up points. And this is kind of what sucks because it's like, this is like three years of me saving my points. I'm a points hoarder because I like love just like, spending them on like one big thing rather than like spending them mm-hmm. here and there. And so I've been saving up all these points for like three years since I've had the credit card. I spent them all on this fucking trip. Very sad. But um you get like really good like check, I mean timing wise, but you can get a really good sign in bonus with like a ton of points. And then you can transfer them to like most airlines. It's a one to one ratio miles to points. Um they have Marriott, Bonvoy and I think Hyatt is the ne- the other big like conglomerate of hotels and Marriott has like the W it's like the Ritz Carlton and it has like all these different hotels are in the Bonvoy system. It has a bunch of boutique hotels. So the hotel that we stayed at in Cabo is called Solas, but it's like under the Marriott luxury collection. So you can like transfer to all these different things. And sometimes they'll have like, like when I transferred my points, it was one chase point to 1.5 Marriott points. So I got like 50% more points and that's also how I was able to book so definitely like understanding travel point systems I think is really good and then if you are an airline loyalist the and you want or an Alaska airline loyalist I don't know about the other ones because I I'm not sure but I do know the Alaska card is very good you get like 72,000 miles when you sign up I think um you get two free checked bags always and you also get a pass. Yeah. You get a buddy pass every year. So like, I think there's a fee, but it's like very much outnumbered. It's not a lot. It's, it basically makes your flight like a BOGO free, you know, like that's what Sean and I were looking at. Cause like he has the Alaska card. And so he was like, Oh, if I just pay for my flight to Texas, like you can come with, and you know, we can just split that. And like, so I don't even think that he paid any, I think like you pay for the yearly fee, but it's not like anything extra than you would pay on top yeah, of the no. card anyway. And you get like four times, if you book Alaska flights with your Alaska points, you get like four times miles. So you get like five times the amount of miles that you would have gotten just like flying it. Um, mm-hmm. So you just rack up miles like really quickly. And yeah, I think. I'm sold. I need Alaska credit I know. card. <laughs> I mean, also <laughs> random tip. Uh, they're always, they always have better like, miles bonuses when you sign up on the airline so I signed up for mine like in the plane they hand out the little sign up sheets and I got like Mm -hmm. an extra 5,000 miles so you can do that too which is great I love these pro tips I know okay my final pro tip is one that we just discovered Alaska is currently in the one world alliance so we found out this thing where if you book airline flights it doesn't always happen but if you book like if you're like booking an alaska flight and you look at the other partner like british airways even if you're flying from like san diego to seattle you can look and see if you can book on british airways and they'll have it for way cheaper because people aren't booking through those sites and that's like not generating the same traffic and so you can like 
use these partner mile systems, one, to use your miles for flights and two, to find these like dramatically cheaper tickets. And you just have access to so many more like airline perks and benefits. You also get global lounges. Like we can go and stay in the lounge because we all have Alaska lounge access. So it's like huge perks on international travel too, which I wish I knew when we booked our Italy flights, cause I'm flying British airways, which is like a one-to-one partner, <laughs> but I will get the miles. So that's nice. That is good to know. Now I'm like, shit, I need, I need to get on one of these Alaska cards. Like you've, you've sold me you should be an Alaska account rep. <laughs> I should be a rep. But, I'm in. but I do know, like, I, I don't person. I mean, I fly Alaska because they fly everything out of mm-hmm. Seattle. And so it's always the easiest flight. I do know Delta also has really good perks. If you're like in a Delta, like if you're an LA girly, most of my friends down there are Delta people, Um, but it's a different like alliance. So you just have to look at like what other airlines. I'm practicing really good exposure therapy for myself. Um, My flight to Texas is on the Boeing 787 Max, which is the one that crashed that I read to length about this crash um I should not have done this this is like what sir I didn't have flight anxiety before I read this article this is like when in like 2018 and um so I'm flying on the 787 max and I was trying to avoid it I was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fly on that plane but then I was like no this is good practice because the plane is safe like it's safe. Um, so we should just fly on it and not, not entertain the anxiety or entertain the OCD behavior and avoid that plane. So I am practicing. (laughs) So I was trying to just tell myself, I was so close to like one of my friend's dads is a pilot. And I was so close to texting him and being like, is this plane safe? But then I was like, no, that's also an anxiety behavior. That's not going to make me feel better regardless of whatever he says. So I can't do that. And I've already talked to him about this plane before. So there's not going to learn anything new. He told me that the plane is safe and that the reason that plane crashed in Africa was because those pilots had 200 flight hours before flying. And he's like me and all of my like entry class of Delta, like we all had at least 4,000 hours. Like, and that was when we were like little, like we weren't even the captain. We were just like sitting in the cockpit basically. And that was when I first started. And he's like, they've gotten only stricter about requirements. Like it is, that was due to lack of experience in the pilot and not due to like, like it was a plane malfunction, but an experienced pilot could have fixed that. He's like, I would have caught that. So I'm just trying to tell myself that and not get caught up in the, in the specifics. <laughs> you need to post that picture of your, um, oh, my zero, zero sensory chamber, chamber that you make. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's our episode on travel. I just wanted to share, I you, you heard all my tips. I think they're all like such good random travel t- hacks that I've settled upon that it just, it makes traveling easier. Like traveling doesn't have to be completely unattainable all the time. You know, like if you're, if you have a family too, and you're using your traveling credit card to like buy family purchases, like shit adds up, you know, like, so you're spending a lot, take advantage of that spending. Um, and yeah, listen to the points guy on skinny confidential. Cause that was like the best 
like in depth of everything. And as always, rate, review, subscribe, send us your love, follow us on socials. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week.